You're listening to an episode of the Pretty Profesh podcast, and I'm your host, Sarah Voris. I was an MLM dropout who searched for years to find something that I loved doing that I could build into a business, something that was my heart jam. It wasn't until I realized I didn't have to have it all figured out to make an impact in the world. You're in the right spot if you're a fellow online business mama looking for a place to belong where you don't have to already know all the things, but you do know you want more. Girl, I got you. Each week, I'll give you some encouragement, some practical tips in and out of the business world, and definitely a lot of laughter as I bring you along while I try to become pretty profesh. Hey, what up? Just kidding. I don't think I've ever said that to another human being in my entire life. <laughs> Welcome to the Pretty Profesh podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Voris. And I help online business mamas learn to write amazing copy for their business, even if they're just starting out. Welcome. I'm so glad that you're here. This is going to be a fun one because I love getting practical. I love when we can just dive into what makes killer copy and how you can learn to do that for yourself because it doesn't have to be hard. It does not have to be something that you stress out about. It does not have to be something crazy. So let's dive in. Today, I want to talk about sales pages. And I have some really, really simple, practical things on how to build a perfect sales page. Sales pages are where people are going to land when you've got something you're going to sell them, obviously. So this is where they will head right before they buy. This is before their checkout page, but after uh, they've clicked away to that specific product. So this is not just like your general website. This is not just your your store page where it has everything. Your sales page is specific to what they're buying, what you want them to buy. This could be a free thing, even though it's sales, it could be definitely a free thing. I tend to not put out a ton of info on free pages, on um, freebies, simply because they're getting something for free. So it's not like I need to convince them to buy. I need to show them that it's valuable and that it's valuable enough to give me their email address. But that's about it. I don't really, I don't really stress out about making sure that they feel like they are getting a good value <laughs> since it's free. Sales pages when you are selling something, when whether it's a course or a PDF or whatever, here's what I've got for you. Number one, you've got to outline their problem. People aren't going to buy something unless they know that it's solving a problem for them. Your course on decluttering, unless they realize that their problem is clutter, they're not going to even look at it. Um, If they don't think that they've got that issue then they're out. There's no point in them buying. If your course is how to get your newborn to sleep through the night, the first part of the copy needs to talk about how draining that is, how you are exhausted, how you wish that your days and nights weren't never-ending, that they weren't the same. The people reading your copy need to feel the pain point. They need to feel the problem and realize that it's their problem. You need to paint a picture of what their life looks like right now before your product came into their lives, before they bought your course. Paint a picture, tell a story of 
what they're feeling in this moment. They've landed on this page for a reason. So obviously they've gotten their interest peaked at some point. But now this is the point that you can go all in and talk about why they need what you've got, whatever it is, why that course is going to change their life. And the first thing that they need to hear is why they need it and what that problem is. So we're not trying to make them feel bad at all. This is a great place to talk about your own life or that you've been there, you get it. We don't want to make it about you. You want to commiserate almost. Let them know like, I've been there. This is tough. I get it. This is a great place for them to feel seen and heard because you are able to relate to them on a level that makes them feel validated that makes them feel like, hey, this is normal. Not that you should stay here, but what you're feeling, people have felt this. I have felt this. What you're going through, I have I have felt this. And here's how I solved it. Here's how I'm going to solve it. So that painting a picture and telling a story of where they are right now is so important. And it is the, the key to that very first part on your sales page. Make them feel seen and heard because of what they're going through right now. That's when you kind of do, I always think of it like the um, infomercials. And the first part is when you're like, do you have trouble opening your milk cartons? What is the line Joey Tribbiani says on Friends? You're flinging, flinging right I do. That's what he says (laughs) about like being able to pour his own milk. And then they're like, but wait, here's our amazing, it was like a milk pumper, like a handle or whatever, so he could pour his own milk and cereal every day like a grown-up. That's the part that you bring in. But wait, here's how I'm going to help change your life. I kid that that is such a silly commercial, but this is the part where you say, but wait, here, this life can be different and I'm about to fix it and blow your mind. That's when you talk about your stuff. You can start to bring in your product and how your course, your PDF, whatever it is, is going to help them. It's going to fix the problem that you just talked about. You can almost give, if their their problem was the before, now you're going to give them the after. So you have told them, this is the problem that you're facing. This is where you are. Here's where I'm going to lead you. Here's what you'll feel like after you've gone through my stuff. Here's what your life will look like, how it will be different. They need to see that it is possible and they need to feel what it will feel like when they are at that point. If you had a decluttering course, just telling them that all of their things will be put away and have a place for it doesn't cut it because that doesn't tell them what they will feel like. Um, This doesn't mean you have to be so overly emotional because a lot of these things are practical, but those things are tied in to an emotion, right? One of my favorite things that changed my copy for how I write sales pages and even like Facebook ads are a couple of words that I'm going to share with you. I learned this from my friend Daniel. He is an ads whiz. Like he knows so much about all of the things having to do with how to set up ads and all of that kind of stuff. And I started helping write copy for him for Facebook ads. And he told me that when he started using these two words in copy for Uh, his clients, that it like dramatically changed the conversion rate. Oh, hi there. 
I've got something coming up that I can't wait to tell you about. I'm launching a course in the next couple of months for all you online business mamas. I hear it so often that writing your own copy is incredibly intimidating. That when you write, it sounds nothing like you or your ideal customer. And sometimes you go all salesy and we know how cringy it feels. Maybe you just can't seem to get your heart to come through in your message. Listen, it doesn't have to be that way. And I'm going to teach you how. My new course, Your Best Copy, is going to teach you how to write like a profesh, even if you don't feel like one. I'll teach you how to get inside your dream clients' heads and just write from your heart. To save your spot and get on my waiting list, head on over to saravoris.com slash waitlist. We talk about like you you need to not only talk about the features, but you also want to talk about the benefits. But it sometimes is hard to connect how to even get all of those out there without sounding like salesy. Yes, this is a sales page, but you don't want to sound like, buy now, buy now. Like that's just not the vibe that we want to go for, right? So as you're talking about the features of your product, you can talk about here's the 10 modules that it will be. Here's the things that you will learn. Let's go back to decluttering. In this course, you will learn how to keep your counters clear, right? That would be a feature of the product. To connect that to the benefit, what it's going to do for them, because it's not just going to keep their counters clear, right? Two words, so that. When you add those at the end of your feature, it connects it to a benefit. It tells them what their life will look like, what it will do for them when they've completed your course, when they've gone through your product, whatever it is, right? In this course, I will teach you how to keep your counters free of clutter so that you can finally feel peace when you walk into your kitchen. In this course, you will learn how to use my breathing techniques so that you can stay calm in any situation that you are in. In this course, you will learn how to use my Bible study methods so that any piece of scripture can come alive no matter what you're studying, right? So you can see those two little words, which they take different different forms. You can say so that, which will, which means, but it connects the feature with the benefit. Everything you've got, you, you can list a feature and then you link it with the benefit and it automatically shows them what their life will be like. It automatically shows them that here's the before, you can be an after. Those seriously are like the two most simple words and you have to have them in your sales copy. Like absolutely you need those in your sales copy. After I paint the picture, after I tell the story of the before and the after, I've, I've outlined their problem. They see the, the problem that's going to be solved and they see how it's going to be solved. Then I overcome their objections. And usually I answer them just like they were questions, almost like in a question and answer format. Question, will I have enough time? What if I don't have enough time in my schedule to go through this? Answer, the great thing about this course is that you can do it on your own pace. You have access to it for the rest of your life and you can take it as quickly or as slowly as you need. Boom. There's, it's plain and simple. They literally can no longer have that objection, right? I don't think you need to like hide it in fancy copy. I love doing these in like question and answer format and it just puts it right out there for them because then they're literally seeing their question being answered. Next, I usually move on to user testimonials. If you are starting out and you feel like, oh my gosh, I don't have any user testimonials. 
absolutely okay. Social proof is awesome. Social proof is really, really great, but I feel like it's kind of like an icing on the cake. If you don't have some, totally fine. Don't make it up. When I was first starting out, I didn't have testimonials for certain things because they hadn't come out yet. I was able to use things that weren't necessarily specific to that product, but were more about me and people that have worked with me. Or if someone commented on um, an Instagram post that just said, oh my gosh, your tips are so, so helpful. Even though that comment wasn't directly linked to that product, it's not like I was taking uh, something specific that they said, this course was amazing. It changed my life. And then putting it on a different course. Um, if, if you have general things be- that people have written about you, whether it's in a DM, on a comment, those are still social proof because it's, it's proving that you who created this product have value, are bringing value. It's just another way to show that you are an expert. So I think it's absolutely okay to use things that aren't necessarily directly related to that product, but are more about you as a teacher, as a coach, as an expert in that field. I hope that makes sense. Um, So I'm definitely not saying being, being misleading, not at all. But what I'm saying is it's okay to use social proof that is more about you and less about the product. So I'm sure as you're getting started, people are writing those things. Don't feel like it needs to be this lengthy article that they've written about you or that you were mentioned and went on a TV show. Like they don't have to be these huge things. People just want to know that you're awesome and want to know that you're trustworthy. Like so if someone said, hey, you are so awesome. Thank you so much for sharing this. Boom, done, the the, the end. That's all you need. Put that at, uh, down there at the bottom and you're golden. Um, lastly... I should say lastly, but it's also kind of going to be sprinkled in. You need to have a clear call to action, Um, especially on long sales pages like you all have seen where you're like scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Where is the dang button? Like I was convinced 10 minutes ago. I don't need to read all of this. Now, there's there is nothing wrong with long sales pages at all. They are very beneficial because there are some people that just need to be convinced. Not that you're just trying to like shove them in that direction, but there's some people who just need to read it all because they love all the information. I am one of those people. Especially if I'm feeling nervous about a purchase, I just want to like get all the details that I possibly can because then I feel like I've made an educated decision. So when you are writing something lengthy like that, I would encourage you to put a few different call to action buttons on your sales page. Don't put it all the way at the bottom because people aren't going to want to keep scroll. Not every person is going to want to keep scrolling before they finally hit that button. You don't want them to click away because they're annoyed because they can't find it, right? No matter where you're putting your call to action, it needs to be clear. There can't just be a button that in the middle of your copy that says, let's do this or wahoo. Like it's got to be something clear that makes sense within the copy. So if you wrote a sentence that said, are you ready to finally take back your mornings? There could be a button right underneath it that said, yes, I'm in or yes, I'm ready. Like that makes sense in the copy, right? You wouldn't want it to just say morning routine. You want them to know what they're doing because It gives them ownership when they're clicking on a button that says the action that they're taking. I'm all for creative call to actions. I'm all for things that are not just purchase now, buy here. Like 
while those are very, very clear, I'm all for getting some personality in your in the buttons, but you have to make sure that people know what they're doing. Make that button as stand out as possible. You know, everybody's got their color that their buttons are. Make those things stand out. It shouldn't look like the rest of your page. It, we should not make it hard for people to buy. So in your sales page, you are outlining their problem. You are connecting their features with their benefits, overcoming objections, putting in user testimonials if you've got them, and you are following up with a clear call to action. That is the magic of a sales page. It doesn't have to be crazy, crazy hard. It doesn't have to be something you overthink. I promise. Go out and make yourself a killer sales page. Thanks for hanging out with me for an episode of the Pretty Profesh podcast. To hear more about me, what I do, and how I can help you, head on over to my website, saravoris.com. In fact, I've got a free download for you right now. That's my top three tips to write better copy today. Super easy to implement, but takes your copy up about a billion levels. Grab it at saravoris.com slash write better.